This is your time to lit up with Angela Breidenbach. Lit Up is lighting up the literary world with book reviews, in-depth expert interviews, and ideas for you to design a lucrative writing career. Expand your imagination to enhance your life. Lit Up is always family-friendly, always good for your heart. Now, here is your host to Lit Up, Angela Breidenbach. there, folks. This is going to be a fantastic show. I'm Angela Breidenbach, and you're listening to Lit Up. And I have got two awesome ladies that are going to be here with me today. Their names are Justine Bilo and Pam Dover, and they're from Ingram, Ingram Spark. And what's so special about this is that Ingram is a, the world's largest wholesaler and supplier of books and book-related products for 50 years But here's the deal. Now that a lot of authors are going indie, they need to understand and learn about Ingram Spark and how that is. How do we get into retail stores? How do you find your favorite author? We're going to discuss a lot of these questions and so many more as we're going into the show. So I want to tell you a little bit about Justine Bilo. We're going to do this alphabetically. She's a key account sales manager and has a passion for working with independent authors and publishers, getting their books into the world. Justine currently works with Ingram Spark authors and publishers to expand their flourishing platforms. She's committed to the innovation behind Ingram Spark so that clients always have the most cutting edge services. And we're going to talk about those cutting edge services today. So I'm excited about that. Pam Dover, she's the Ingram Spark sales specialist. She's a sales specialist with Ingram Spark specifically, and she helps authors, independent publishers, and businesses share their story by understanding their needs and pairing them with the right insights and tools using Ingram's digital print and on-demand print and ebook distribution services. What's so cool about it is I've been speaking with Justine and Pam for the last couple months. We worked together for the CBA's Unite Authors Bootcamp and had an awesome experience getting to know each other. And then Pam and I got to visit a little over the phone, and this sparked the idea that we, oh, pun intended, sorry, (laughs) we need to know more about Ingram Spark and how it works so that we can get the best practices as creatives. So welcome, Justine, and welcome, Pam. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Angela. I'm delighted. This is so fun. And so I just want to get into the topic right away because there is so much to unpack and go through. So um, who would like to uh, to start and tell us a little bit more about what is Ingram, besides that I said it's the largest wholesaler? (laughs) I'd be happy to do that. This is Pam. So Ingram, uh, they're a one-stop shop for bookstores, libraries, and retailers, and they provide products from over 30,000 traditional publishers, 50,000 indie publishers, and more than 1,000 Christian publishers and suppliers. So they have over 13 million titles in their database, um, which includes over 260,000 Christian titles shipped from seven seven U.S. distribution centers. And they also have the industry-leading fill rate of 98%, which is really Wait, wait, good. wait. What does that mean, leading fill rate? So, so when a bookstore um, or a library, they call Ingram and they place an order. That means, on average, 90% of their order is filled. 
So they, oh. they stock a lot of books. Wow. And then okay. they, their dis- distribution network uh, reaches more than 39,000 bookstores, libraries, and retail outlets all over the world. I think that's one of the things that makes it unique and why we need to learn so much more about it is to actually understand the the concept of distribution in the publishing world for both indies and traditionals as well. Yes, um, so what, what is Ingram Spark then? So Ingram Spark is a platform which allows publishers and authors to have their book printed on demand and sold through the Lord, or the largest global distribution network available. So their content is always available, and they never miss a sale. Um, and the way it works, um, you would provide, you would activate an account, you would mm-hmm. um, set up your title and provide us with all the information about your book. Then you would upload your files to us. You have to have print-ready digital files, one for the cover and one for the interior. You can also upload an EPUB file for an ebook and a JPEG image for an ebook. Um, and then once you've approved, we process the files, and once you've approved the e-proof for those, um, then you can make the book available for sale just by enabling distribution whenever you're ready. And we'll send that information out to all of our distribution partners for them to pick up and post on their website and list the book as available for sale. Okay, now so that's this it is in a, a nutshell. And, and people get tripped up on the ISBN part of it. Can you explain what you think the best practices of ISBNs are and how they're best used? So an ISBN is an international standard book number. That identifies a specific book. Um, So if you have a print book and paperback, hardcover, jacketed hardcover, and also in an e-book, you would need four ISBNs. So you need one for each product type. But it's and a then, format it's, type, not a not a distribution issue. So if you have the ISBN for a paperback and the paperback is going out through Ingram and some other distributor, uh, you just need one ISBN, right? That's, for that's that paperback. Correct. Okay. Right. And we do ISBNs from R.R. Bowker, and their website is www.isbn.org. If you're in, located in the U.S., um, also you can purchase an ISBN from Ingram Spark for $85. So if you only need one, um, Ingram Spark would be the better way to go. Now, if you're located um, in another country besides the U.S., there is a website you can go to um, to find out where you need to obtain an ISBN or EAN. Um, and that web address is www isbn international.org slash agencies. And for uh, listeners, so just so that listeners know, I'll definitely put that into the show notes page. So if you didn't catch it, don't worry. You can catch it on the show notes. Great. So Sorry, it's go ahead. Easy to, oh, no, it's fine. It's really easy to get started. It takes about 20 minutes to activate an Ingram Spark account. You'll need a credit card to keep on file to pay for fees, tax information if you're in the U.S., either your tax ID or Social Security number. Um, That's international a scary part for people. Can we stop there for the taxes and, the, and putting in either your Social Security number or a tax ID? Um, how, do, how does Ingram Spark keep that information safe? Our site is secure, so um, it is kept safe. 
So you're not asking for this because anybody's going to get spammed or anybody's going to use their credit card. This is because you're doing business purposes and banking, um, delivering checks and things like that, uh, just so that people understand. Okay. That's correct. Um, Go ahead and continue for me. Sorry, I'm going to stop you every now and again when I want some clarification because I just just think like the people are out there (laughs) listening. They're like, what's that mean? (laughs) Absolutely. No, that's perfectly fine. Um, so if you're international, you're outside of the U.S., when you start going through the account activation process um, and you've put in your information of where you're located, then you'll be um, guided through the process of what you need to supply us. Um, you also need the ISBN or EAN if you want your book distributed. If you don't want your book distributed and say you want to um, place a short-run order for galleys or something like that, you don't have to have an ISBN a skew to that to that item so that you can place orders for it um, and then again like I said we sell ISBNs for $85 um, once you've got your account activated you'll be able to log into your Ingram spark account and set up your title that's where you'll give us all the information about your book and then once you've done that and I'll, I'll share more about that later um, you can upload your files to us if you want to make sure that your files meet our requirements you can access the file creation guide by going to ingramspark.com and under the resources tab, click on the tools link and scroll down to the link for the guide. You'll also find some other really helpful tools there too. Um, If you have an IngramSpark account already, you would log in and you find the guide under the help tab. So using that, um, if, if you're not creating your own files and you have a designer doing it, share that with the designer so that they can make sure they're meeting our file requirements so that you don't have any problems with us processing your files. I think, and then and how you, long does it take if you have to make a change or something like that in the files? Well, when you've uploaded the files to us, it takes us about three business days to process those files. If they work okay in our system, you'll be notified Hi. that you have an e-proof to approve. Okay. I'm sorry. And that's, that's all right. Well, we had lost Justine there for a minute, and she's coming back in. So okay. <laughs> technology. <Yeah. Okay. laughs> Hi, Justine. <laughs> technology okay. is both a, a boon and a bane, right? <laughs> it, it really so, is. It never works when you want it to, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been talking about finding the help files um, to understand how to upload books. And um, mm-hmm. we are going to have to go into a break but can you give us just like one more tip in the process of um, getting started with Ingram Spark before we go into break? Got about one minute. So probably, uh, let's see, the best thing that um, people should know is that they control the list price, the discounts, and returns options, which we'll go into that more later. Um, but you have more control over that than you do with other platforms. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing that we're going to have to get into because even I was, I've just started working with Ingram Spark and I had lots of questions and it's been really nice to be able to talk with, with Pam and uh, Justine and the people of Ingram Spark. They've been very helpful. So I think that is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. Um, so Great. I appreciate that. Um, now if we want to find Ingram Spark online, uh, how do we find it? www.ingramspark.com is where you would go. There's a lot of information on the website that you can go and look at and get a better understanding of the services that we offer. 
Um, and then, of course, once you've activated an account, you have access to even more information. And you can also sign up for our free blogs, and those are really helpful. There's lots of uh, information about publishing your book there. Oh, I think that's Yeah, they awesome. really are. There's a lot of information from industry professionals, and really, it's a really great outlet. We'll be back right after this. Stay right where you are. There's more Lit Up right after this. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirit Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live La Bella Vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach. Oh my goodness, we could so teach an entire seminar on what kind of information we can get from the ladies, Pam Dover and Justine Bilo. And we're going to have to skip ahead into editing and preparing your book to be able to get through it in just the hour that we have allotted. So, um, Justine, would you help us learn more about editing and preparing our book, um, Advice for Indie Authors? Absolutely. So in addition to being uh, the key accounts manager for Ingram Spark, I'm also a writer. So I love talking about this book because it's really, really important. Uh, when you're finally done with your book, the thing I suggest very, very highly is to work with a professional to edit your book. Uh, mm-hmm. Readers online, or readers uh, notice mistakes. And then we'll go and post those mistakes online, which you really don't want. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so many Amazon reviews that like saying this book would have been great if the grammar and the selling were better. 
So uh, I really suggest working with uh, an editor, not only to find those mistakes, but also to make sure your book is tight and cohesive and to make sure that you have a common voice throughout your book. Uh, It's really, really important. It's a very good investment. I think it's also important too, because just a just a little note, there are what we call trolls out there who just don't want you the author to succeed because they either don't like the person. In addition um, to they, editing, you really should also invest in really good book design, uh, having a really robust cover. And then also having a beautiful layout on the inside really increases the reader experience of your book and sets it apart from others. So working with designers and editors is a very good thing. I agree. And and don't be afraid to, to look at a sample of the book so you can see if what you're reading agrees with reviews and things like that, too, because it's a great way to see the design, see the editing, see the, the grammar, the spelling, um, and see what you think of that uh, before you buy. So, you know, looking at a sample oh. of the work is great. Oh, absolutely. And we all have our favorite book covers in mind and our favorite layouts. And when you're working with uh, a professional, you can absolutely talk to them about your vision for the book and which books you like and have resonated with you. Oh, that's awesome. And then, okay, so now I understand that um, Ingram Spark is P.O.D., what does that yeah. mean? I know what it means, but I want to I want to make sure that our listeners know what it means. Yeah, POD is just an acronym for print on demand, which means that we will only print the book if there is demand for it. So say someone goes on barnesandnoble.com and buys your book, we will print that book and ship it to them. So it's a really low-risk model so that you don't have to create all this inventory up front to put into the distribution channels. We will only print books as they are sold. So it's a really wonderful model for publishers and authors just starting out because it minimizes your cost and risk up front. I think that's awesome. And it's a great way to test the the market as well because you do eBooks too, right? Yeah, we totally do eBooks. So say you have a new book coming out and you want to do uh, your first couple chapters in an ebook to see how it resonates with readers. You can upload that ebook on ingramspark.com and after you open your account, like Pam talked about, and use the ebook to test the market. I even have publishers who do like little novellas of their of their books for that they sell really inexpensively to the print markets to test the market and then they put out the full work. So you can use the platform as your kind of beta launch for your book, which is pretty cool. When you're doing a, a novella, uh, how do they sell? Uh, if you're, does it sell better if it's a full length? Do novellas sell well? Do they sell better in collections? I would say that it depends on the genre. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to know what your readers are used to and what they're looking for. So, in, for instance, in the romance genre, novellas are really uh, are a thing. They're, they're really uh, common. Uh, so people will put out several novellas and then put out the, the full combined work. Uh, same with, like, the sci-fi fantasy genre, less so in trade fiction. 
So you just have to know your market and what your readers expect um, because those fans are trained for certain things. To give us a quick definition of trade fiction. Trade fiction is just your um, regular one-off fiction story that mm-hmm. uh, usually doesn't fall into a subgenre like fantasy, sci-fi, romance, along those lines. So it's general. It's just general fiction. Okay. And then um, you were talking about ISBN, and Pam was talking about ISBN, and you say own your own ISBN. So if you buy an ISBN through Ingram, uh, Ingram Spark, do you own your own, Mm -hmm. or does does Ingram own it? So the great thing about how our ISBN program works is that you own your own ISBN and not Ingram Spark. So you can either buy um, a pack of ISBNs or a single ISBN through Bowker, or you can buy uh, an ISBN through Spark and own it yourself um, for a discounted rate. Okay. And I, I think that's yep. Yeah. And it was pretty, pretty discounted program. because I know I've gone on Bowker and it's been like 125 and up for an ISBN if you're doing it individually. So I tend to buy them in packs of 10. But then yes. if I just wanted one ISBN, Pam said it was 85 through Ingram. So I thought yes. that was a really good discounted rate. It's a really great discounted rate if you need just one ISBN. However, to your point, Valker has packs. And so if you plan to do two books and you're putting out the ebook, the hardcover, the paperback of all those books, sometimes it's very worth it to buy the pack. Um, it makes it really inexpensive. Yeah, because there's six ISBNs right there. (laughs) Exactly. That makes complete (laughs) sense. Um, So what are, tell us a little bit about, you know, how do we choose the bicycle and what the bicycle um, is and all that kind of thing? And how do we pick trim sizes, all that? So I... I always say that the way to think about a BISAC code, which is our our subject codes in the book world, is that if you're walking into a traditional bookstore like Barnes & Noble and you're looking at the headers of all the shelves, um, so you have your self-help books, you have your Christian fiction books, you have nonfiction, um, where would your book belong on one of those shelves? Uh, Mm -hmm. That's, to me, the best way to think about um, a BISAC and the more specific the BISAC code, the better. So choosing a general fiction code is not going to help your book be discoverable, as we say, uh, because there are a ton of general fiction books. So if it's uh, Christian fiction, uh, you want to go down to that level so that people can find your book. So, And they even go even more specific than that. So uh, we suggest using three. So, and with the first BISAC code you choose being the most important. Uh, the other oh. way to think about it, yeah. So the other way to think about it is you know those categories on Amazon mm-hmm. uh, that your book gets ranked into? Those are very BISAC dependent. Um, so think about where your book belongs in there as well from a digital standpoint. <laughs> It surprised um, me, though, that you said the most important first. I would have thought you go to the most general and then down to the most um, specific. And so I've been doing that backwards. 
Yeah, so you should start with the one that is the most important and the most specific to your book. And Man, then I gotta go back and there. redo everything. <laughs> oh, Angie, you gotta get on it. <laughs> now tell me about trim sizes. How do we pick the right trim size for, for any given book? Absolutely. So trim size is just a fancy name for the size of your book. And we suggest going with very standard trim sizes. So for a regular paperback or hardcover, uh, fiction novel, and even nonfiction, five by eight and six by nine are really normal sizes. Um, How do you know which though? It's up to you. Whatever you feel is the best look for your book. Um, My suggestion would be to go into a bookstore and to see what titles are similar to yours and bring your ruler and figure out what size they are because that will give you a really good uh, litmus for what you should have as your trim size. Also, bookstores don't like it when you do really weird trim sizes. So being standard is a good thing because it will help you to get placement in those brick and mortar stores more easily. Got it. And I noticed that you sent me and in my notes, and I'm going to put this on the show notes, the the type of like editing and expected costs and things like that to go into preparing your book. So I want to make sure I put, I will put that um, block of information on the show notes because there's, there's so much great information there ranging from the editing to website editing to developmental editing and substantive editing. Um, There's even fact checking that you can have, you can pay to have somebody do if you can't do it yourself and then layout and specialists, you know, I think. uh, So I'm going to put that whole thing up on the website and and make sure people get that information from you. Great. And two awesome resources for that information is IngramSpark.com. We have a resources tab, and under that tab, there is a drop-down called The Experts. And those are all experts that we have vetted and know and love to and trust to do your work um, for editing, for interior design, for cover design. Uh, So if you are looking for a jumping-off point, that list is a really good one. For specifically editing, I would absolutely check out the Editorial Freelancers Association. Uh, it is a, They are a great resource for uh, those rates, like you were saying, for editing. And then mm-hmm. also you can find a freelance editor on the website that best aligns with your work. So they're another really great resource. Oh, thank you so much. This is Justine Bilo, who we've been visiting with. And when we come back after the break, we're going to visit with um, Pam Dover about metadata. Yes, we're going to teach you all about metadata and praising your book. This is Angela Breidenbach. You can find out more about me and about my books at AngelaBreidenbach.com, B-R-E-I-D-E-N-B-A-C-H. And be sure to check out IngramSpark.com. Stay right where you are. There's more lit up right after this. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. 
If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach. Well, hi. It is so exciting to be with the Ingram Spark ladies. And we've been in the last segment, we were talking with Justine Bilo on best practices for um, getting your book prepared. And we're going to move into made of data and pricing your book with Pam Dover. So Pam, could you tell us uh, what is metadata? How do we use it? And, and then let's just move quickly into pricing so we can get as much in as possible for everybody out there. And let them gobble okay. it all up. Sure. <laughs> Great. So metadata is the information for your book, of your book. And it's what helps bookstores, libraries, and readers locate your book. So when if you're using Ingram Spark or any platform actually, the first thing you're going to do is add your book title and a description or the book's annotation. With Ingram Spark, we found if you bold a few sentences in the book description, it seems to help books be more easily discovered on websites. So, and you want to put in as much information as you can in that area. Um, the author bio, any affiliations, the author's physical location, those are all really important. Bookstores mm. and libraries are looking for local authors. And authors should be approaching and working with their local bookstores and libraries. Um, they, they work really well together. Bisect codes, as, as Justine uh, mentioned, you can set three, and the first listed is the most important. Um, you'll add a short description, which is just a abbreviated um, part of the description that you place for your book. And then keywords, 
are really important. You need to use up to seven keywords or phrases. You can use more if you want. But again, the first listed is the most important. Don't use the title, author, or subjects because those are also searchable by keyword. And if your book is similar in content or writing style to another author or book, you can list it. I mean, it may help your book be more easily discovered. Table Listing of contents. The, the name of the author or the title of the book? Right. Both. We have people who have done both. And because if they're looking for a certain author and it's, you know, they're wanting that type of writing style, then they may stumble across your book. So we have people who do both. Um, if your you book has a table of contents. You can also put it in your short description. Oh, yes. Sorry, yes you can you also can. put it That's in okay. your short description um, because if you, if you say for readers who enjoyed this book comes this, your book um, and that keyword is also uh, that title is also in your keywords. It helps increase mm-hmm. your search optimization. Oh my goodness. As soon as we're done with the show, you know where I'm going, right? I'm going right to my book <laughs> and fixing all these things. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so if you have a table of contents, you want to make sure you list that. So it helps people to know more about what your book is about. Um, list any reviews or endorsements under the review section. These will go out with the metadata for your book and you want to add them to your cover too, if you can. Audience. I see so many times that, that authors or publishers aren't selecting an audience, and that really helps narrow down the search for the book because they're looking for the age group or the grade you know, of a child, or is it a, a general trade book, or is it meant for scholars? So it's really important to include the audience. Um, pricing in global markets, which I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. Um, print attributes, which would be the trim size, the number of pages the paper type, the color, all of that information is selected by you. The retail discount um, for print, uh, you have the option of setting between 30% to 55% in Ingram Spark. So 53% to 55% is highly suggested if you're wanting to promote your books to bookstores because that allows a bookstore to get their normal trade discount when they buy from a wholesaler such as Ingram. If you offer less than 53%, your book would be considered a short discounted title, and there are a lot of bookstores who won't even see that. Um, Larger chain bookstores, they have their accounts flagged where they don't see um, books that are not returnable or have a short discount. This part Uh, is the part that really tripped me up Mm -hmm. was the the pricing because – I was so focused until I talked to you. I was so focused on the retail price thinking that was the important right. part. And you said, no, look at yeah. the wholesale price. So um, can you just real quick tell how to how to reprogram your mind to, to think that way again so that sure. listeners can hear what I heard from you that really helped me? Well, one of the things we suggest is if you don't know how to price your book, you go into a bookstore or look online for the retail price of a book that's similar to yours in size and content. If it's a traditionally published book from one of the large publishing houses, they've most likely printed that book offset. um, And then everything's handled differently. So they're doing a larger volume and it's, so they're able to price it at a lower price point. But with print on demand, your print cost is going to be a little bit higher, um, but also you don't have to manage inventory or anything like that. Um, So a lot of times print-on-demand books will be priced a little bit higher than some other books. You don't want to price yourself out of the market, but you will tend to have your book a dollar or two more than, you know, other books in general. So it really depends on the market that you're promoting your book to 
as to what discount you want to offer. If you want to, if you want to promote it to bookstores, then offer at least a 53% discount so that they get their normal trade discount. If and you're then there, there's a tool, with, right? There's a tool that, that yes, you show. There is. What, okay. Yes, the Publisher Compensation Calculator. It's available through our website and also if, under the Resources tab, under Tools. And if you have an Ingram Spark account, you'll locate that under the Help tab. And it's really good to use that because you can see, before you even set up your title, you can play around with that and see how much you'll make for every book sold. And that's the other thing you want to consider, too, is how much do you need to make for that book? Um, so then you've got your retail price, your wholesale discount. If you don't care about selling to bookstores, then you can offer a lower discount. But we're finding a lot of websites are really wanting that better discount, too. So mm -hmm. if you can do the 53%, that's the best way to go. Um, then, you know, with eBooks, you get 40% uh, of the retail price. And if you um, if you've supplied ebooks to Amazon within the last 12 months, then we can't distribute your ebooks to Amazon. So if you're not able to use Amazon, which is optional, um, then you'll earn 45% of the retail price. Amazon and Apple are both optional, and they require separate agreements. So okay, so let's ask you. The I need to ask you a real question about that too. Um, mm -hmm. So if you if you've distributed on Amazon and you want to keep them separate and you want to keep Amazon and Ingram separate with your eBooks anyway, can you distribute mm -hmm. through Ingram to other places and and Amazon, like you said, is is optional, so it doesn't they don't bump up against each other. Absolutely. Okay, so yep. you can separately so you load can them. Right. So when you um, go through the account activation process, that's when you have the option to um, fill out the Amazon agreement and the Apple agreement. And if you're already working directly with them and you don't want us to distribute your eBooks to them, don't fill those out. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Keep keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, another thing that you'll um, also want to know about is the publication date and the on-sale date. If you want to promote your book, and accept pre-orders for your book and give your, you know, give you some time to market your book out into the marketplace, you'll set a publication date with an on-sale date that would be later. Um, and with an on-sale date, if you do elect an on-sale date, two weeks prior to that on-sale date, your book has to be completely ready to go and approved, no more revisions or anything, because we start printing those books two weeks before the on-sale date in order to get the books to all of the retailers at the same time because they've signed agreements where they won't sell a book before the on-sale date. So it gives everybody access to the book at the same time so it's more fair. Um, but it also, like I said, allows you time to promote your book and um, see, you know, get the word out into the marketplace and start collecting pre-orders for it. Um, another thing that, mm -hmm. um, so another thing that, you need to be aware of to our returns. And this is where it gets kind of sticky <laughs> as Angela and I had discussed. Um, <laughs> you have three return options um, with Ingram Spark. So you can make the book non-returnable and no books will ever be returned to you. You can make it um, yes and deliver, which means the books will be returned to you. Or you can say yes, destroy, which means when we get the books back, we're going to destroy them. The, the thing here that a lot of people aren't aware of is uh, when you make your book returnable, and I like to share this so that it's, it's kind of scary, but you need to know so you can make the right choice for you. Um, if, if you return 
if a book is returned, let's say um, it was $20 retail, you offered a 50% discount just to keep it simple. They pay us $10 for the book. We deduct the print cost, and whatever is left is what we pay you. If that book is returned, we charge you back the $10 that the distribution partner paid us. So, so that's what you, you could wind up upside right? down. Yes, oh, so you yeah. could wind up upside down. So if you're not financially prepared to handle returns, I, what I always suggest is start out non-returnable. You can you can change that later if you need to. If you find that there's some store that wants to buy your book, but they want it returnable or they want the higher discount, you can always change that information. You have the ability to change your pricing, your returns option, any of that information about your book at any time. Now, if you change pricing or anything like that or the returns option, you need to do that at least a week before the first of the month because we have to process that information and post it on. Uh, it's updated on our website the first of each month, and then we send it out to our distribution partners. So you want to make sure you get that in on time too. So if you do get a chargeback, it's actually wise to do what traditional publishers do, and that's hold a reserve. So if you're earning money every month from Ingram Spark and you're starting to get paid on these books, hold back a little bit that you don't spend, even if it's being put back into your business. Hold it in a savings account so that if there's any returns, you have something to draw on. Exactly. And sometimes what some of the larger bookstores have been known to do, if they're really interested in a title, they may order several hundred copies and they'll put it on display for a few weeks and then return whatever's not sold. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you were to get, you earn that money and we pay you that only 90 days after the sale of the book. But if the books come back, then we charge you back that money. And if it's a hundred books, and it was $10 that they paid, then we're charging you back $1,000, and you made okay. 500 So it's just something to keep in mind so that you're prepared in case something like that does happen. Awesome. Thank you. And I need to ask you really quick, we're going to go into the next um, break, but um, I don't want us to forget there is another part called annotation ads. And if we could just touch on that when we come back from the break, I think it will really help our listeners. Where can we find Ingram Spark and more information? Go to www.ingramspark.com. Awesome. And my name is Angela Breidenbach, and you can find me at AngelaBreidenbach.com. And this show is lit up. We're here on TokiNet Radio, but you can also find us on iTunes, which is now being called Apple Podcasts. So be sure to listen in, and you will find your life is lit up with creativity. Back in a moment. Stay right where you are. There's more lit up right after this. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple.
simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. We're glad you're back for more Lit Up. Now here's your host, Angela Breidenbach. Well, hi there, everybody. We are back from our break, but what's important is that we get in as much as possible today. And during the break, I was talking with Pam for a second about pricing books, and we realized that we needed to talk about how to price for international markets. So, Pam, can you just start off uh, us off real quick with that, and then we'll go into the marketing and get to the annotated ads. Sure. So we have print facilities here in the U.S., the U.K., and Australia. And so books that are printed overseas for bookstores in those countries um, are going to have a different print cost. So you don't want to just um, convert your retail price. You want to use a cur- currency exchange rate converter like um, uh, XD.com. And you'll want to convert the publisher compensation amount. So when you're using the publisher compensation calculator, or even when you're adding the pricing for your book, when you're setting up your title, you'll see the publisher compensation amount for that country. Type that amount into the currency exchange rate converter and convert it to U.S. dollars. So you want to make sure you're earning the same amount in those countries as you are in the U.S. and maybe even a dollar or two more if you have your book priced pretty low. Um, as far as the discount in the U.K. and Europe, you want to offer at least a 45% discount if you can't do 53 because of the wholesalers there. And in Australia, all of our distribution partners are online bookstores, so um, feel free to set a lower discount if you want because the print cost is very high there. Um, but I did want to at least share that part. I really appreciate that. Thank you, because that was a really difficult part for me and trying to understand where the 53% was good and where the 45% or 40% was good. That that was tough. Uh, so learning right. that was important. Um, thank you. Um, Justine, will you share with us some of the marketing tips that we need to be aware of, specifically when we use um, Ingram Spark as a distribution platform? Uh, absolutely. So one of the great marketing tools that we offer through Ingram Spark is what we call advanced annotations. Uh, and advanced is our print catalog that goes to 7,000 top booksellers and librarians. And the PDF format goes to over 27,000 accounts. 
And by, I know it's a lot of accounts. (laughs) So if you want to get your, your book in front of the booksellers and librarians for $85, you can pub, you can purchase um, an annotation that will list your book in, in our advanced catalog. So it's a really great business to business marketing tool. Is there a way to get like bigger ads or color ads or anything like that too? Um, at the moment, no, but that's something we're working on. <laughs> oh, okay. Great to know. I'm just being thinking. <laughs> okay. So tell us, is there anything specific um, that really helps besides doing the annotated ads with marketing? So I always suggest to the authors that I work with that you really have to think about building your author platform. And this includes several different prongs. Uh, Social media is a big one, getting reviews, connecting with your local independent bookstores and libraries. Um, These are all parts of building your author platform. Uh, A good place to start is social media. Uh, It's prevalent. Everyone's on it. And uh, it's really easy to set up accounts. So, I would say that if you don't like Twitter and you're not good at it, don't use Twitter. Use Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram or other platforms that resonate with you and vice versa for them. Also, it's good to know where your readers are going to find things. So if you know if you're writing a book about parenting, uh, there's a huge mommy blog community on Facebook that you could partake in in order to promote your book. So you have to know where your readers are going uh, and that can help determine what platform you use or how many you use. Now, if you're, you were mentioning getting reviewers and things like that, that is like the, that's a, a golden fleece for authors. It is so hard. How do you find them? So there's a few ways that you can get reviews. Uh, The first is the really traditional routes, such as uh, Publishers Weekly. You would have to submit your book to Publishers Weekly for review, and they usually need several months before the book is published uh, to review it. And all of their guidelines are online. They also have a site for independent authors and publishers called Book Life that also does reviews. So that might be the way to go there because there's no uh, upfront time needed to the review the book. So if the book is already published, you can use them. What was there's the name also, of that? I didn't, I didn't catch what you said. It is uh, Book Life by Publishers oh, Book Weekly. Life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. The other really um, traditional uh, sites are Kirkus, uh, where you can pay to have a review. Uh, My one thing about Kirkus is that be ready to get that review and to use it since you're paying for it. Uh, It could be a few hundred dollars, so that's another thing to keep in mind. But if you get a really great review from them, that very much helps legitimize your book to booksellers and librarians and also readers. Uh, You could even submit your book to your local newspaper to get a review and use that. So these big review places, you don't necessarily have to go through. You can go through more local 
outlets in order to get those reviews for your book. But so say just <laughs> a regular, just a, a regular reader who enjoys writing reviews, those are considered legitimate as well. Yeah, so you can even get there's some really wonderful blogs that are very, very legitimate that you can submit your book to for review. And those are absolutely legitimate sources for reviews that you can use to help promote your book. Oh, I think that's awesome. So we have a few minutes left. Um, what do you think would be some really important things for authors to to know about publishing their books through uh, Ingram Spark or getting their books noticed once they're on Ingram Spark? Oh, I'll, if, to get your book noticed, you need really great metadata and robust metadata so that readers can find your book. Also, I would say connect with your local independent bookstores and libraries. Making those local connections are a wonderful thing. A lot of them do uh, book clubs and readings and those uh, types of events. And that's a really great way to meet the readers in your community as well as build really strong relationships with those bookstores because they like local authors and so do the libraries. So mm -hmm. really network and uh, figure out your local book community. Um, my other suggestion would be please use pre-sales if you have time to. Uh, you can drive people to your book, and you are not being shameless if you ask every single family member and friend to go to their local Barnes & Noble or independent bookstore to request to pre-order your book. It's a great marketing tool uh, because if there's demand for the book, the stores will buy it. So oh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Use your family and friends um, and then thank them profusely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you all sent a special offer for being on uh, a listener to lit up. And if somebody wanted to be uh, published through Ingram spark, but they first get stopped by that, it, it may cost a few dollars. Normally, what does it cost to be uh, to set up a book on Ingram spark? The normal cost to set up a book through Ingram Spark is $49 if you want to set up just the print book or the print and the ebook. Mm -hmm. If you want to set up a, an ebook, it's $25. Um, it's free to set up an account, but then it's, you have to pay to upload the files. However, we have a promo code for listeners today to get those fees waived, so it's absolutely <laughs> free to set up a book in Ingram Spark. And that code, all right, everyone get your pens, write it down. Is Here we go. Get, get published. G-E-T-P-U-B-L-I-S-H-E-D. And that is good through the end of the year. So wow. you, if you're finishing up your book, you have some time. <laughs> so how exciting, because you're listening to Lit Up today, you get the opportunity to uh, save $49 on the setup, and it's get published all caps get published squished together no spaces all caps and that is good through 2017 i feel special <laughs> <laughs> that's our goal we want you to feel special in ingram spark <laughs> <laughs> well and what's really cool is i actually have some books ready to go <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to take advantage of that promo code, and I hope listeners will too, because I think this is just a fabulous opportunity to begin the process of both educating yourself on Ingram Spark, what it can do, entering your books into the largest distribution um, processing ever. You know, you can get into Ingram, um, all the catalogs and all that to get into the stores, get into the libraries. This is a fabulous way to do it. And I just appreciate so much. We have got about two minutes left. Um, would each of you ladies tell us the most important thing you would like to share or repeat today? Um, Pam, go ahead. One minute. Oh, it's probably going to be um, your pricing. You know, that's that seems to be the one thing that I get more questions about is understanding how to price your book and also the metadata. Um, the other thing, too, uh, you know, we get a lot of people from CreateSpace who want to know if they can also publish through Ingram Spark, and they can. We're non-exclusive. You can work with whoever you want. Um, so if you have any questions about that, just let us know. And I'm going to have all the links on the show notes, so no fear there. And um, go ahead, Justine, you know, 30 seconds to one minute. Keep it short. Uh, please hire an editor. They are <laughs> your friends. <laughs> they will help you make your book wonderful because it already is, but they'll just, they'll just really polish it and make it great. Uh, the other thing I would say, please hire a, a book designer. Having a really professional cover and an interior sets your book apart. I cannot stress that enough. Um, so please go hire uh, editors and book designers. They're, they're your friends. We are in a business. The business is publishing, and you are your own small business when you're a writer. So listening to ladies with great wisdom and information like this is gold. So instead of chasing the golden fleece, go get the golden wisdom. Thank you so much, Justine and Pam, for being with us today on Lit Up. My name is Angela Breidenbach. You can find uh, Ingram Spark at ingramspark.com, and I will have all of these notes out there for you because there's so much information. And uh, hopefully you ladies will come back and be with me again in the future and answer even more questions with your expertise. And this is uh, Angela Breidenbach for Lit Up with Pam Dover and Justine Bilo from Ingram Spark. Thank you for being with us. See you next time. Thanks. Enhance your life. Lit Up will be back next with another great conversation. Join us, won't you? Right here on Lit Up. I'd rather be